Hey, I'm making it merge. Give me a second. Okay, I think it merged. Are you there? I'm there. Okay, sweet. Yeah, it was giving me serious sass this time. It was all like, oh, you wanted me to open. After jerks. Right? No. It made me re-agree to the privacy agreements and stuff. It was all like, hey, did you know that it's illegal to record somebody without their permission in Washington State? And I was all Um, like, yeah, man, I know about it. Are you going to inform me? Hey, Beth, I'm recording this call. Cool. That is the intent of the call, so I'm okay with it. Sweet. (laughs) Can you hear my dishwasher in the background? Is it too loud? I can't. Can you hear my husband playing video games in the background? I cannot. Perfect. We're good then. Excellent. We shall converse then in peace. What's Jake playing? I don't know. Honey, what are you playing? Spider-Man. No. (laughs) That seems like a vague answer. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's a lot of different Spider-Man games out there, but, you know. I'm assuming the most recent one. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) But, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. Yeah. Video games are a way of life now. Yeah. Because we're all on lockdown. Well, we are. California and Washington. And, and Washington, yeah. And Our respective states mm-hmm. are on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Washington place. is currently the, case, the state with the most cases really? in the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought New York was. Nope. Actually, Washington has more than New York. As wow. Mm-hmm. We do not have quite as many, but we're up there. Yeah, you guys are like fourth or fifth. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, oh, the United third. I don't know. Yeah. But the United States is on track to overtake Italy with cases. Oh my gosh. I watched a there was like a gif somebody posted the other day um where it was just a count of the covid cases by country mm-hmm. and as you're watching it um the states like switch ranks as to which one has the most like the yeah. go up to the top or the bottom. And it was crazy watching just how quickly the United States climbed. Yeah. Like it went from not even being on the chart to being like the third country on the chart yeah. in like no time at all. Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody in the future that's listening to this and wondering like, what are they talking about? It's coronavirus, man. It's COVID-19 yeah. and we're all in lockdown and everything is crazy. It is. Did you ever think something like this was going to happen in our lifetime? Absolutely not. Yeah. Never. This is yeah, I, it's I don't, absolutely I, insane. Maybe I'm just, like, way too optimistic about people, but I thought for sure people were better at washing their hands. Yeah. And they're not. People are horrible at washing their hands. I should have known. Yeah, but I didn't. Well, and I think a lot of it just comes down to a lot of uh, inaction from leadership mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got too far before we did anything, and so now here we are. But even I, honestly, when it all started, I didn't take it very seriously. I did because I'm immunocompromised. Right. But I didn't take it any more seriously than I took flu season. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I took it seriously in the sense that, like, oh, you know, I just have to take normal precautions. 
I need right. to make sure that I'm washing my hands. I need to be conscious about covering my mouth if I cough or sneeze, exactly. you know, things yeah. like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, Lysoling things down after a lot of people touch it and, you know, common sense procedures to, you know, prevent the spread of normal disease. Um, And I personally think that the lack of action on the part of our, our, um, our leaders is partially corruption and it's also partially having too, too good of a viewpoint of people. Like, mm-hmm. I think, for instance, in Washington, uh, our governor didn't have a shelter-in-place order issued earlier because he put out there that, you know, the the Washington State Health District was saying stay home, and he thought mm-hmm. people would listen to it. He didn't think he needed to tell people, no, you right. have to stay home. And he did. He had to tell people that to get them to stay. Even then. Even with the shelter-in-place order that we've got in Washington State now, I went people out, are still I had to going run out. out to work today, and there were so many yeah. people out there. It was it, it. I was expecting it to be a ghost town, and yeah. it was exactly the same as any other day at ten o'clock where I was driving to work. Right. So, like here, like let me paint you a picture of what it's like. So, California was the first to issue the shelter-in-place order. It came in on Thursday last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, where I live, I'm coastal, I live right near the beach, and mm-hmm. for us, like, the beach is part of our neighborhood. So yeah. I'm fortunate that I can just walk over. So I was expecting it to be, you know, locals. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised when I went on Saturday with my daughter just to take a walk and get outdoors how many people, and not just, there were obviously a lot of families like us that were obviously it was their their family unit, their home unit that was out and about, which is permitted. Right. Um, you know, things like getting letting your kids go outside and play, letting, you know, dogs take dogs for walks, outdoor activity as long as you're able to maintain that social distance um, mm-hmm. and be safe. But how many people, I, groups of people I saw congregating that very obviously weren't part of the same family unit. unit. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe as well, maybe maybe those ten people live in a house together. That's entirely possible here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know plenty of families of seven plus. Actually, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, it, and I know it, people that live in, with roommates of, with like houses of many people, but right. But it did just seem very. Um, it didn't seem like peop- any like like it was any less busy. I will say that it usually this time of year it's springtime, usually spring break, um, and where we live we have fire pits on the beach. And they're usually packed. Yeah. Every fire pit is gone first thing in the morning because people are doing bonfires and barbecues and, you know, and right. that, I didn't see that happening. So that was encouraging. But just the amount of people and groups of people that were out and about was really surprising. Yeah, you know, so my drive to work, I drive along our local recreational trail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see, and I saw tons of groups, I saw groups of bicyclists out together, not maintaining social distance, even though they're on bikes, mm-hmm. but large, large groups out together on the recreational trail. And then, um, I also drive by our, uh, our, our town's one Fred Meyer, I live in a very small town, our town's Fred Meyer, um, which is a mix between a grocery store and like a, a home goods store kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's a big box store. And yeah. um, 
I drove by it, and the parking lot was 100% packed, but, you know, you assume it's a grocery store, so that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also drove, I also drive by our, our town's one Hobby Lobby, ha, 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 mm-hmm. um, and there were people in the parking lot at the Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, but it's not all, I mean, usually it's not, like, that parking lot's not always it's a, it's a large parking lot too. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but there were still enough people there that it was like people go home. Yeah. And then um, I you don't need craft supplies right now. Exactly. Yeah. And then I drive <laughs> along the loop trail, our recreational trail, for a while longer, and I saw more people out on bikes and walking their dogs, which is okay. But it like there were large. And maybe they weren't, yeah. like you said, maybe these were families. It's highly yeah. possible. Maybe but their some of them remain. definitely looked yeah. like just groups of teenagers hanging out yeah. together on the loop trail. Well, that's always, what's always the fishiest to me is when I see groups of people that all look to be about the same age. Right, exactly. So, um, so there was that. And then there's a couple businesses, like, it's mostly residential from there on out, but there's a couple businesses scattered, like Costco, which for, you know, Costco was a a madhouse it was an absolute zoo driving past it too Um, but then you get up into residential areas there were people all over there were kids Mm -hmm. out playing with each other I mean it was yeah it was just it was it was like a summer day honestly yeah well I don't know what it was like last weekend for you guys but and I know you guys weren't in your you hadn't been issued this day the shelter in place order at the time yeah but it was also, I, I have to say, too, it was this, this, especially Saturday, was the sunniest and warmest day that we've had in, like, a month. Yeah. So, I, with all of the dreariness, like, because that's what's been so weird. I mean, living where I live, like, it's usually, it's sunny almost every day. Right. Um, but we've had a lot of fun. We've had a really, we've had a long stretch of rainy days, mm-hmm. and which has added to this, like, dreariness and coldness and, like, just general unhappiness of the whole situation. And then we had this really beautiful, bright, sunny day, and it wasn't, like, warm, warm, but it was, like, getting close to 70, you know? So it it felt nice, and it. I I, I guess I can't really fault people for wanting to go out and enjoy that time. But, I mean, but at the same token, stay home. <laughs> it's a pretty traditional march here in that the weather is all over it, the place. Like, it's just all over the place. We'll have mm-hmm. a warm day, and then, like, two weekends ago, it snowed. And, like, you know, so <laughs> it's, it really, it's, it, it, people take, when I mean, people in this town go out even in the middle of snowstorms because that's just what we do. Yeah. Like we're used to it. And even in March to a certain mm-hmm. extent. And, um, but so yeah, I just, I don't know why, but I expected there to be more people at home and I didn't see any of that. And I know we only, so you have 48 hours to comply with from the time that the stay in place, uh, order was put into place, which was on Monday evening at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, people have time to get their assets together to make sure that they can or can't, you know, can't close down their business, all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. it was still really surprising to me to see how many, considering that for the last two and a half, almost three weeks, I've been working from home already because uh-huh. my bosses made the call to close our building because we were, a, I work at a church and it's a gathering place of over 250 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they made that call once they saw that Washington state was starting to 
trend upward dramatically. In fact, we're still the state with the most deaths per capita, yeah. um, which is, you know, scary. Yeah. But, um, we only had our first death yeah. in Orange County. I don't know about California. I don't know what the total numbers are. But here mm-hmm. in our county, we've had our first death. Yeah, it, I guess, unfortunately, hit um, a, an assisted living facility here first. And we lost, like, 20 people in Kirkland that were all living in that assisted living facility. Some of them were also um, health care providers, but the vast majority of them were uh, elderly people living in that mm-hmm. facility who got in and, and passed away. So, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 sad. It's super yeah. sad. Yeah. And and also it seems to me like that's the generation of people who even though they're the most at risk aren't taking it seriously. Yeah. Well, and it's hard and I think that's part of the reason I didn't take it very seriously to start with mm-hmm. because there's always been like every year or every couple of years there's always some right. big Thing that Blind kind of flu and SARS and bird the Zika, flu the Zika and, virus, yeah, like, things I mean. like that have always come up that are always like when I go to check in at the clinic, it's yeah. always like, have you traveled to this country or to this or or to a place where you might have come in contact with somebody with Zika virus or things like right. that, where it's like it's you're aware of it and you know what's going on. So for you know many months when this all started, it was kind of like I'm aware of it and I know, but because it didn't like kind of come into to be so prevalent it yeah. was kind of easy to not brush off but just be like oh I'll take my normal precautions but right but this isn't going to affect me well but you know what I think if if everybody had taken just even the normal precautions mm-hmm. we would have been better off than we are but what this yeah. has revealed to me is how poorly the general public listens to preventative advice from medical professionals. Well, I mean, like, so many people just don't listen to general scientific advice. Exactly. Yeah. It, uh, it's been frustrating for me. I feel like every year that I get older, and I hate this because I don't want to become a cynic, but every year that I get older, I lose more faith in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I lost that a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be optimistic about the world. Like, I want to think that people are smart. You've always been more optimistic than me, which is ironic since I was voted most optimistic in our year. Right? (laughs) Runner-up, runner-up. I was cool enough to be voted most optimistic. (laughs) You were were just cool enough to be voted most likely to be famous. That's just because of the singing. (laughs) That was all. Everybody's like, that's that one girl that sings. Let's vote for her. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I should have been voted person least likely to attend school. <laughs> yes, well, and I think too, my optimism was my cheerfulness was mistaken for optimism. <laughs> you were very cheerful, and you are very cheerful. You're a cheerful person, but yeah, you're you're also an extreme cynic. I'm a cheerful cynic. It's funny. It's it's it I is will, a dichotomy to an extent. Happily and cheerfully tell you that the world is crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have always to a certain extent had the attitude that it's better to laugh about it so that you don't cry, but at the same time. I know. (laughs) I I feel like it just gets worse. I mean, 
I don't, and once again, I, I don't want to become a cynic, and what I really don't want to become is one of those old people who complains about how this is clearly the end times because of how bad it is. Like, <laughs> I don't feel that way, but no. at the same time, I don't think I'll be that. I'm just going to be the old person that's telling all of the young people about how we had it so much harder. And in my <laughs> day, we had to walk uphill both ways without shoes in the snow. <laughs> we had to wait for the internet to dial up. <laughs> oh, God. We did have to wait for the internet to dial up, and that was horrible. <laughs> Download took hours. <laughs> I thought that was interesting uh, in our conversation with our friend group earlier, the fact that we're all such fast typers because of AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes you would have, like, ten conversations going on at once. Exactly. <laughs> we all got real good at typing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find that to be humorous. <laughs> and we all longhand it because we didn't quite have, like, internet speak yet. Right. Well, and we, well, because we didn't grow up with texting. We were adults right. when texting became a thing, and the early stages of texting is really what started the, like, abbreviated speech. Well, it's T9 words. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, pagers to some extent, but honestly, like, I feel like pagers, because of our age group, we didn't, most of us didn't have pagers because we were a little too young. Yeah. And they were, they were around for such a short time because they're pointless. (laughs) Yes, they are. No, although we were watching, I forget what, my husband and I were watching a show the other day and they had, like, uh, PDFs. Mm-hmm like back before cell phones or smartphones were really a thing and they had right. PDFs and you're like, oh, yeah, Palm Pilot. Mm-hmm. That was a thing for a while. <laughs> Blackberries before they were a phone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, those were the, like, it, it's kind of like the forgotten generation of, of phones, really. Like early technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's still middle-of-the-road technology yeah. it after the phone itself was invented and then went right. from being, like, I, I know my parents will still talk about how when they were really little kids, they had shared phone lines for a whole neighborhood. And oh. you could, like, get on your phone, and one of your neighbors was talking on the phone already, and you had to ask them to get off so that you could make a phone call. <laughs> That's and I'm crazy. like, that just sounds insane. And horrifying, and yes. I'm glad I've never had to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's fat. It technology has come so far so fast that so many of the little in between iterations have disappeared. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. so like little brief blips before the real stuff came along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I will say, like, the technology has kind of saved this. Like, I can't imagine this whole like health crisis without technology you know what has actually kind of blown my mind a little bit is the realization that we've had this technology to do these group meetings and our friend Mm -hmm. group lives all across washington state and then you in california Mm -hmm. and we've never done it before this yeah and it's really think about the time when Tara was in Mexico, and Artis was in Oregon, and Tanya was in Wyoming, and you were in Washington, and I mean, this technically, this technology existed back then, too. Back then, we could have Skyped each other in a meeting. Like, that was entirely Totally, yeah. It was like the necessity, the necessity of doing it for our everyday lives has kind of made us realize, like, we could be doing this for 
all the so many other things. Well, that's right. why I read um and not an article but like a internet thing where it was just like okay, we're all being able, allowed to work from home. Like everybody be productive so that our companies yeah. will let us do this more often. <laughs> exactly. Like let's show our companies that this is actually a possibility. Like definitely. Yeah. A very large chunk of my job could be done from home. Mm-hmm. However, right. there's also the aspect that my job is about personably greeting people. Yeah, there's, there's a community. Well, that's part of being part of a church is the community exactly. aspect. Yeah, it's like a, a community, a, a family, like all of that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, that's still necessary. But there are times like, for instance, with my chronic illness where – if I can't leave my home, I could still do most of my job yeah. effectively from my from my couch. Yeah, and hopefully now they can see that as like, okay, well, we can allow this to to happen, and we can still function effectively. Yeah. So, and luckily, I'm fortunate that the organization that I work for already allows, at, at the very least, salaried employees to work from home. They've, right. they've obviously at this sense. time extended it to all of our hourly employees as well, and all of our part-time employees. But um, so I mean I've I've had a, I've worked from home many times before I mean obviously never on this long term basis but it's nice to have that flexibility and it is like I I could pretty much do my entire job from home right. if needed I mean technically I would need to have face to face donors at some point but I don't have to go into the office for that <laughs> right well and we I mean we have found that I will I I don't want to make my job feel I don't I don't want to make it sound like my bosses are like some sort of like dictators who won't let me work <laughs> from home when I need to they they've made a lot of accommodations for me and mm-hmm. there are definitely times where they let me um like do they let me charge hours when I'm at home doing work for them Mm-hmm. Um, like it's not necessarily that I'm allowed to work from home, but it's there are things that only Something I can do. Something has happened, and I can't make it in. And they'll let it. me. Will let they'll let me get paid for that, which mm-hmm. is nice. So, yeah. Um, but now I think, yeah, with this whole thing, it could be. You know, I mean, I can do this. This is not yeah. that difficult. We can for. I mean, what we're doing, my my coworker and I, who are in the main office, the mm-hmm. the administrative staff. We are alternating uh, routing the church phones to our personal cell phones, mm-hmm. which works great. Like, we've had yeah. zero issues with it. Um, and then all of our documents are on the cloud. Yeah. Same. All of ours are on, on the cloud. We have um, a VPN, a virtual private mm-hmm. network, so we're able to VPN in, so everybody has access to our shared network. So exactly. we're, not, we're not cloud-based necessarily. We're on servers, but we all have access to that server. Yeah, we're not on servers, um, but we do because there's not that many of us, and it wouldn't right. make good sense monetarily to have a server of our right. own. But like, we really do have most of our like almost all of our documents can be accessed now that Microsoft has gone to the like uh, 365 subscription plan. Mm-hmm. Almost and OneDrive, almost all of our documents can be accessed from home. Yeah. And our, our database, our membership database, can be accessed from home because it's an Internet database. Yeah, it's, yeah, our database and, is, yeah. Um, is Internet-based. It's, it, that, that's actually cloud-based. It's hosted by the company. So we're exactly. able to access all of that information from anything with an Internet connection. Exactly. And I'm actually also very impressed with how well Internet connections have held up because I'm I, sure they are being quite tested. <laughs> have you noticed the glitches, though? I have noticed glitches. 
I have noticed glitches, but they're so minor. They, mm-hmm. they barely disrupt my work. Um, every now and then my, I don't know if it's our server or if it's our internet that kind of glitches and it kind of kicks me out of my remote access. And yeah. then within seconds, it's back in. Yeah, and that's the problem I've had. Well, uh, another one of the problems I've had is that uh, when we do, we have like, we, so all of the bosses and coworkers, so I, I work for a church, and mm-hmm. there are a total of uh, 11 employees at this church, and we're all in a group text. Mm-hmm. And we are finding an increase in text messages getting dropped and not coming through or coming through oh. like three days after they were sent. Um, oh, how weird. Yeah, so there, there, there has been some of that. And then also with our um, Zoom meetings, mm-hmm. uh, we've, got, we've had a lot of if – we, if we get more than three people in a Zoom meeting, we have a lot of freezing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So there, there are definitely glitches that have been happening that need to be ironed out. But like you said, for the most part, the main infrastructure of it seems to be holding. Yeah. So oh, I know okay. my, one of my coworkers was freaking – out about the idea that we might all lose like internet and mm-hmm. then what would we do if the internet was gone <laughs> well yeah you wouldn't be doing 90s. work i guess exactly <laughs> it's the 90s <laughs> so yeah a lot of people a lot of people would be out of a job if it weren't for the internet right now definitely when we, we if we the fact that we are all that me and my coworkers are able to all work remotely and mm-hmm. keep going is incredible yeah, and and it's hard because I know like I, I'm very fortunate and I'm very fortunate even though my husband can't can't do his job from home they're still paying him mm-hmm. during the time off and the closures so yeah, we we're are very our custodian yeah, too. yeah we are incredibly fortunate and so I count myself lucky but I know a number of people who are um, hairstylists and so not yeah. only are they getting no income but they're not eligible for unemployment mm-hmm. so it's hard. Yeah, my hairstylist actually has two jobs, and her other job is in healthcare, so she's considered essential. Uh, so she's at least still bringing in an income. But I told her, like, if you if you need to, yeah, I will prepay you for a haircut. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people are saying is like, if you can buy gift certificates or gift cards for things that you can do in the future, yeah, it can help float some of these businesses. Mm-hmm. And I've actually been really impressed too. And I know like you know, restaurants and things like that are considered essential as long as they are able to do it as takeout only. Um, I've been very impressed. I don't know if you guys are experiencing the same thing there with how creative some of the restaurants are being. Um, Oh, definitely. Although none of ours have had offered deals like yours have so far. Oh, yeah. We have that. um, That one diner is amazing. (laughs) Woody's Diner. It's a chain. I don't know if it's a national chain, but it's, uh, there's quite a few chains. It's uh, funnily enough, it's actually, that's where we went for our rehearsal dinner before my wedding. Oh, okay. Um, The Woody's Diner over by where I got married, and then there's one by my home now, um, but they're offering a deal where you get um, a breakfast for two. Um, that includes like French toast and eggs and fruit and all kinds of food, and then it also includes a bottle of champagne and orange juice. Yeah, that's um, awesome. A lot of the restaurants are taking advantage of being able to um, deliver sell alcohol. Sell yeah. alcohol as long as it comes with food. Yes. Um, the other one is a, a package of six tacos, and then you either get two margaritas or um, a four pack of beers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the restaurants up here are doing deals on their like alcoholic beverages like mm-hmm. that, but they're not 
they're not like packaging it. Are, yeah, none of them. The pricing on your on Woody's Diner that's what really impressed me because yeah. none of the places here are really cutting prices like that. However, mm-hmm. there is a local restaurant here that um, made a they just made a post on Facebook and they said all kids eat free. Yeah, if you're a lot of kids meals yeah. of any kind, it's yeah. free, no questions asked. That, that same Woody's Diner, um, kids eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. So any exactly. adult meal, the kids eat, you can pick anything from the kids' meal for free. And um, you don't even have to, you technically don't even have to purchase an adult meal at this place. I'm, nice. And I'm going to give them a shout-out just in uh-huh. case any Washingtonian or Wenatchee people are listening. It's the uh, Rail Station Ale House. Um, you, if your kids are hungry, you can order a kid's meal, and they will give it to you for free, no questions asked. You don't have to pay for anything. Just yeah. show up, and they will come bring it out to your car. That's fantastic. I've yeah. been really um, relieved. One of my biggest fears when all of the school districts closed and went to emergency remote learning was a lot of the – there's so many kids that rely on school for their one hot meal a day. Exactly. Um, and so I don't. I haven't heard of a single district, at least not in my area. And I know in your hometown they're doing the same. They mm-hmm. might not do it at every school site, but they are doing it district wide, where yeah. um, a parent, as long as a child is in the car, as they drive up, they will get a meal, no questions asked. Yep. Yeah, we've got. Um, not only is this, so what our school district is doing, and this is super cool, is they are actually having their our bus drivers go their regular route. Mm-hmm. and drop off food for kids at every bus wow. stop that they normally hit. Yeah. That's so that's fantastic. one of the things they're doing. And then on top of that, um, they're having a couple of local restaurants have teamed up with a nonprofit. Uh, from our, so the nonprofit's called Small Miracles. And the restaurant in particular is the Country Inn. They've been really helping out. Um, mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're hitting up major, like, city parking lots in town Uh to, like our church is doing it, and what they're doing is they're having two or three people social distancing, standing out with packed lunch meals that were made up and donated by those restaurants, mm-hmm. and handing them out to kids, no questions asked. If you yeah. need food, we're giving you food. Yeah, so you so. don't even have to be, like, same here, like, you don't have to be part of the yeah. district, you don't have to go to exactly. the school, you just have to be a kid who exactly. needs a meal. Yeah. And that is just so fantastic. They, they're one of the local restaurants here. They actually started in San Diego, and then they have a few locations up here in Orange County now. They're called Puesto Taco mm-hmm. Place, and they're fantastic. So they actually decided um, last week when kind of everything was starting to just go ahead and shut down. They were one mm-hmm. of the few restaurants to do that. But in order to um, still make sure their inventory went to good use, they were packaging everything up as care packages for free. Um, cool. So they were, and they delivered. They delivered them. Um, they were doing it through, um, I think, DoorDash, mm-hmm. so one of the like meal delivery systems. Um, and they, I mean, they went pretty quickly. They went within a day. Um, but it had things like fresh produce. Um, it had like rice and beans and chips and salsa. Yeah. And it even had some of their the 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 mix that they use. They have they make their one of the things they're known for is use, making these like fresh blue corn tortillas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had the maza to make it, and then they had a tutorial on their oh, Instagram cool. on how to make them. <laughs> um, that's really cool. So, like, things like that. And then when they ran out of that, then they started packaging up just, like, 
dry rice, dry beans, and some of the maza mix, so, and delivering those for free. And so those, that was, like, a really great thing. And a lot of the, the restaurants now, um, like, I think Ruby's Diner, which is a national – I think that's a national. It's a California chain for sure. It's definitely a California chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very famous California chain. Um, mm-hmm. They – I think they are – there's a bunch of restaurants. I mean, forgive me if they're not one of them, but I'm pretty sure there are, that are not only giving – like, doing, like, deals and things like that, but they're also giving – doing, um, like, where you can buy necessities. So, like, things oh. like eggs, yeah. milk – and stuff from the restaurants, and they're just added it to their menu, so you can order that and then go pick it up or have it delivered. Um, and it's it's just a nice, cause especially like for people who are quarantined or like older folks that can't, that it's not safe for them to go to the grocery stores exactly. to be able to get that kind of stuff delivered. And to be honest, like for a while, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to get eggs. And then, thank goodness, like Trader Joe's got them in stock and right. is limiting them to one carton per person. Yeah. So it's. So no, I'm eggs again. <laughs> one of the cool things I've noticed about the restaurants here is a bunch of them have included in, like, if you order to go, uh, any food to go from their restaurant, they're actually including toilet paper in it. Because yes, some of them have included a roll paper. of toilet paper. Exactly. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we've got this bulk toilet paper. We might as well give it out since no one's going to be in the building using it. So, yep. and that's the nice because that's actually stupidly, the one thing that's running out in this town, uh, in my yeah. town, is toilet paper. It's like, come on, people. This isn't even like a, a stomach flu-related yeah. virus. That, I will never understand why that just went so fast and why right? everybody was, like, panic buying it. Of, Bottle like, the, water and toilet paper. Because if every, first of all, where we live, you can drink the water from the faucet and be fine. Same here. Exactly. <laughs> like we don't eat. I never buy bottled water. I think it's wasteful, and I think it's bad for the environment. And I mean, just create plastic waste. We have a Brita filter. Our water's pretty hard here. Like it is. It's very minerally, but it's still safe to drink. And yeah. most people like have no problem drinking tap water yeah. in this town. I have a fridge with a filter on it, and yeah. I drink that all the time if I don't want the minerally taste to my water. So That's all you need. That's yeah, exactly. all you need. Yeah. But, so, so I don't get that anyway, but um, yeah. I was panicked for a while that we weren't going to be able to find toilet paper. And yeah. I finally just, I mean, I had to get to a Target 45 minutes before they opened. It felt like Black Friday. Wow. Like, I had to, and I had to wait in line and make sure I was going on a day that wasn't reserved for seniors mm-hmm. and, like, just wait. And now, and even when I went to Trader Joe's, which was incredibly well-stocked and had fresh chicken, fresh beef, fresh pork, eggs, milk, all the necessities that were running out, they were fully stocked, limiting it, but they were fully stocked. They even didn't have toilet paper. They need to limit it. It was gone. And I, I, our, our governor just said the other day, he's like, once again, I'm going to be reminding you guys, when you go to the grocery store, Buy the same amount of groceries that you always get. Yeah. Do not buy extra. There's no need to do panic buying. Yeah. It's all the panic buying that's causing the shortages. Exactly. And it's stupid. There's going to be a lot of people at the end of this who have way too much freaking toilet paper. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, all right, guys. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm on. I. Shortly before this all started and not, I mean, I didn't, it was before we even knew about coronavirus stuff. 
I signed up for subscribe and save uh, toilet paper through Amazon. Oh. <laughs> and Are you still getting it? Yeah, they delivered it on the 10th uh, of, <laughs> of March, just like they're supposed to. And it's, I mean, that was know, pretty so. early in the panic. Exactly. That was early <laughs> on in the panic. But they, they sent out an email recently telling people who have subscribed and saved and, mm-hmm. and who signed up before uh, March 15th mm-hmm. that those people will have priority on toilet paper. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, so my understanding is is that um, two months from now, not not next, not in April, but in May, mm-hmm. I will be getting toilet paper. Well, let's hope so. by then where it's not a problem. <laughs> right? Well, you can only go, I just keep but, figuring at some point really all of the people that panic bought, they're not going to be out buying more. Yeah. So that's my hope that it slowly but surely we're going to kind of like re-catch up to ourselves. One can only so, hope. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, one of the first times that I went grocery shopping when it really got bad, not not this last weekend, but the weekend before, I was at like a regular grocery store and things were just empty. Shelves were, like bread was empty. Um, I was only able to get like things like, oh. like wraps and wow. I got some pita bread because bread was gone, and I, I do you know, love pita bread, though. Yeah, so. and by that time, it was just the normal folks that were out there shopping, not the crazy people. Right. So, you know, I had a lot of really interesting conversations with just a lot of very pleasant, polite people that were just in as much shock and awe as I was. Right, like, what in the world is going on here? And I asked one, it was an older lady, and I asked her, like, have you ever in your lifetime experienced anything like this? And she was like, honestly, no, because if it ever got like this, they rationed it. Yeah. And that was the big shocker is that things weren't rationed sooner. It took a long, and I mean, granted, like, I don't think grocery stores could have predicted that kind of chaos. That's true. No, up up here, so two weeks ago was our friend artist bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was before uh, any venues serving people of uh, 150 or more got shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was still legal to do it, and so we still did it. Everybody was safe. Nobody has the COVID. We're all okay. We were all careful. But when we went over there, uh, Tanya stopped at a Fred Meyer near our friend artist's house to pick mm-hmm. up some, like, bachelorette party supplies. Right. Which, and it was funny because she went in there, and, you know, people, there were a bunch of people in there. I stayed in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like really, really careful about germs and stuff. Like she wiped everything mm-hmm. down. I wasn't allowed to touch anything. You know, <laughs> Tanya's really good that way. Uh, but she went into the Fred Meyer and there were a ton of people there panic buying. It was funny mm-hmm. because for Seattle, it was a ghost town. There was like nobody anywhere except for at that Fred Meyer, it seemed yeah. like. <laughs> so um, uh, she went in and all she was buying was like, munchies and alcoholic beverages (laughs) she got up to the she got up to the counter and like the the checker was just like now this is my kind of panic buying and she just literally had like a couple of cases of white claw and like that's the most specific northwest thing i've ever heard yeah it was really funny we're just like well at least there's still plenty of white claw everywhere. <laughs> I mean, if you want some Corona, it's there. <laughs> we actually were gonna, we were gonna buy a case of Corona to bring to our house just as a funny mm-hmm. joke, but then we forgot. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I keep thinking I'll buy some just because I don't want them to go out of business. I like Corona on a hot summer day. I know. <laughs> Corona readers? So, like, that's no, fun. Okay. I want you to know, though, that they played on that. They're yes. not going to go out of business. They played on that to increase sales. Yeah. Yeah. So. Although, my also, friend, I hate Corona, though. My friend Tracy had the best idea. And she and so Corona, if you're listening, the way to sell your beer include a roll of toilet paper or hand sanitizer with every case. That's totally Everybody fun. will I, buy your beer. <laughs> I saw. I forget who sent this, but it, it might have been you who sent this to me. But I saw a meme about how to make a quarantini. <laughs> Just a regular martini by yourself. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> But it made me giggle when I saw it. I forget who sent it to me, but I, I giggled. Oh, no, you know what? It was Devin. My husband sent it to me. Probably. I mean, I, I saw that, but I don't think there. I sent it to anybody. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if, you know, I mean, people are being creative with their yeah. choices. But you I, know, I, I when I sent Devin out, well, not when I sent, when Devin himself chose completely autonomously to go to the grocery <laughs> store, uh, uh, I... I asked him to get beer, Cadbury mini eggs, and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> These are necessities. <laughs> right? This is the important stuff we get at the grocery store. Essential needs. <laughs> yeah. It's April, and that, well, it's March, but that means it's Cadbury mini eggs season. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. So. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I think the most important thing that we all kind of do is remember to take care of each other. And yeah. we just have to find humor in our life because oh, yeah. we're just, did I just say life's plural? <laughs> you did. I've had a lot of wine tonight. <laughs> How much have you had tonight? I've only had two glasses. Probably like half a bottle. Really? Well, yeah. two glasses is a little under half a bottle, so I'm good. Yeah. yeah. But I'm a lightweight. Anyways, it, you just have to find a little humor because it's, otherwise we'll just go crazy. Exactly. And also, don't use this as an excuse to be racist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can I tell you? Somebody what got my... stabbed in LA because they were Asian. Oh, my biggest pet peeve right now is the fact that, and yes, I still follow him on Twitter. Our idiot president keeps calling it the Chinese virus. So stupid. I hate it. It's so awful. Yeah. Like, you know, dude. Okay, I read it on the internet, so I don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. But I want to believe that it's true. Is that because somebody uses that? Well, we called it the Spanish flu, and nobody had a problem then. And I read on the internet that um, it actually was only called the Spanish flu because this, that Spain was the first country to really start talking about it. Everybody was kind of brushing it under the rug, but it mm-hmm. actually started in like Kansas. Oh, yeah, probably. Like I said, I don't know if it's true. Maybe I'm just telling tales, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, but, yes, don't be racist. I follow um, – I'm a big Redditor. I'm a lurker Redditor. I don't engage a lot. I just read. I engage. Um, I engage. I'm an r slash nonprofit because I work at a nonprofit, and I'm very active in that group. And that Why group. did I never think to look for a nonprofit Reddit? I I'm going to do that now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, r slash nonprofit. I love it. There's so much good information. There's also a lot of stupid information of people like, <laughs> how do I start a nonprofit? No. Are there any churches on there? I don't know. Okay. It's mo- I mean, probably, but 
Um, I mean, there's all kinds of nonprofits on it. But anyway, right. but the other Reddit that I follow is r slash Orange County, which mm-hmm. is just, you know, just the information. And so a lot of it's, like, coronavirus-focused at the moment. A lot of it is, like, just, hey, like, I'm looking for toilet paper. Does anybody know any stores that have it in stock right now? And things like that, just information sharing about stuff going on. But somebody right. posted that she was, like, biking or something on, like, the – just on the street, and somebody yelled out slant eyes to her. Oh, my gosh. Right? Absolutely despicable. Why is racism still a thing? Right? I hate people. Mm-hmm. I don't hate people, but I do hate people all yeah. at the same time. So to all of our fellow white people, just stop. Yeah. Don't be racist. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Wash yeah. your hands. I hate it. <laughs> the end. That, that, that's the biggest takeaway. Stay home. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's, Don't be racist. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to know right now. Honestly, by what we, you need. <laughs> we just hit the 45-minute mark. Right? So I feel like that's a good place to end it. Right. That was perfect. Uh, right? Perfect by the time. way, my name is Beth. And I'm Kate. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. And, and we're back. Yeah. This is our podcast. We mm-hmm. decided to stop editing it, so what you get is what you get. Yep. Unedited us. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, All right. Well, I guess call me on Wednesday. Yep. I will call you on Wednesday. All right. Bye. Bye.